Welcome to Navigate the Day, a podcast where I share my personal journey of Stoic journaling. For 365 days, I will be exploring the teachings of Stoicism and how they can be applied to my daily life. This podcast is for anyone looking to find peace, happiness, and fulfillment in their lives. Join me on this journey as I navigate the ups and downs of life and strive to live with purpose and wisdom. Hello, friend, and welcome to Navigate the Day. It is August 1st, 2023. We are beginning the month of pragmatism, which falls under the discipline of action. Our episode today, 213, Don't Go Expecting Perfection. With that, I'll read today's quote. That cucumber is bitter, so toss it out. There are thorns on the path, then keep away. Enough said. Why ponder the existence of nuisance? Such thinking would make you a laughingstock to the true student of nature, just as a carpenter or cobbler would laugh if you pointed out the sawdust and chips on the floors of their shops. Yet while those shopkeepers have dustbins for disposal, nature has no need of them. Marcus Aurelius, Meditations, 8.50 In this passage, Marcus Aurelius advises against dwelling on minor annoyances or insignificant inconveniences in life. He uses the metaphor of a bitter cucumber and thorns on the path to represent these nuisances. The Stoic philosophy emphasizes focusing on what is under our control and not wasting energy on things beyond our influence. Marcus Aurelius suggests that just as a carpenter or cobbler wouldn't be bothered by the sawdust or chips in their shops because they have proper means of disposal, so too should we not be bothered by minor disturbances in life. Stoicism teaches that we should not let such nuisances affect our inner tranquility or peace of mind. The passage encourages us to develop resilience and a sense of indifference to external circumstances that we cannot change. By adopting this perspective, we can better navigate through life's challenges and maintain a sense of inner calm and equanimity. So that leads us to today's journal prompt. Where does my idealism hold me back? In the pursuit of perfection and unwavering principles, I've come to realize that my idealism can sometimes serve as a double-edged sword, hindering me from fully embracing the beauty of imperfection and the richness of life's unpredictable journey. Sadly, I think there are many areas in my life where this is the case. Oddly, or maybe not so oddly, I have noticed that I have a tendency to alternate between what I consider realism and idealism, which, let me tell you, can get exhausting pretty quickly. My response to setbacks in life is a problem I face, and I think idealism plays a role in it. My expectations hardly align with reality. I have lofty ideas about what I desire or believe should be the condition of life. Knowing full well that what I want doesn't matter to the universe. 
It will continue in accordance with nature and reason, whether I choose to participate or not. My ideals of how humans should, shouldn't be required to work in order to be a member of society have obviously caused me some strife in life. I mean, you kind of expect that line of thinking to create friction between the individual and the rest of the world. I wouldn't say that I'm a socialist or something. However, at different stages of my life, I've had the impression that work, specifically the amount of work that it takes to have basic necessities, is obnoxious and superfluous. I've gotten so much better about not allowing work to bother me. I used to get heated about any small thing that would disrupt my flow, expectations, or thinking patterns. Thankfully, this has settled down immensely. The most credit for my improvement in this has to go to Sunflower, though, as she has helped me reframe my thinking and see work in a better light. Not only have I accepted that my job is not what I'll be doing forever and that it's a stepping stone to greater things, I also know that I'm doing it for her to help make both of our lives better and less stressful in the long term. I still have days where I can get overwhelmed, but I'm glad to be able to say that those are becoming less likely to occur. I'm putting more focus on gratitude and contentment instead of letting every little thing affect my mood. Sunflower, both from her words and actions, and my drive to do well by her, has led to me wanting to do better with my temperament and my incessant impulse to complain rather than take action. For too long, I was holding myself back by being annoyed by minor nu nuisances, labeling them to be larger problems than they really are. This kind of behavior leads to these inconveniences causing more problems until it's completely out of hand. Sunflower looks at the world with so much wonderment it's really amazing to witness someone who seems to literally get high on life. She inspires me to see the world through a similar lens, despite my spending so many years being too stubborn to try before. Seeing the true beauty in the everyday is something that she is so skilled in, and I feel like I intentionally or not hinder her ability to do so from time to time. This pains me to consider that I'm stifling that kind of outlook with my negativity. My ideals of how the world should be, both in the macro and micro, have no impact on how it actually is. Sitting around daydreaming of a vague life in some distant future takes me away from today. In the context of the universe, it is suggested that the universe itself operates through natural processes and cycles where everything has a proper place and a purpose. There's no need for a waste or dustbin in the universe, because what may seem like waste or chaos to us humans is simply part of the laws of nature. From a philosophical standpoint, this idea aligns with the Stoic principle of accepting and embracing reality as it is, without being disturbed by things that are beyond our control. In the grand scheme of the cosmos, everything has a role to play, and nothing is really misplaced. While I might perceive certain things as undesirable or problematic, and have been known to handle them as such, they are simply part of the larger tapestry of existence. 
On that note, I'm going to wrap things up for today so I can return to the tasks that matter to me. I'm eager to continue to learn more about myself and develop new or unused skills. I hope that I get more opportunities to show my gratitude and appreciation to those I love. I also need to remain patient as I progress, remembering that all things in life take time. I enjoy journaling as it helps me to reflect daily, and I suggest everyone try it for a while. I feel good about getting these thoughts out, even when it is difficult or feels unhelpful. So thank you for taking the time to listen to me ramble. Stay safe, and until next time, I wish you the best, and know you can handle the worst. Peace and love, friend.